0: Bro, there are several types of conflict, but what we are most familiar with is what we experience on a micro level.
1: That being a terrible
0: coworker, a bully
1: at school. A shitty family member, things of that nature.
0: (laughs) But another form of conflict that we are greatly influenced by is on a macro level.
1: Like global conflict, culture conflict, consumption of charged content, and the conflict within.
0: Man, from workplace or school drama to a bear in the bush, there are different types of conflict. But
1: what is important is to know is the brain may respond the same way.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, is. <laughs> a bear in the woods or like uh, a bully. If you are looking for ways to react to a bear attack, this is probably the wrong podcast.
1: <laughs> but when it comes to modern day times, we're in a state of chronic conflict.
0: So today we're going to talk about how, reduce, how to reduce the conflict in your life and increase your focus. focus. Nice, bro. That's right. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's dig in. Nice, bro. Today we're talking about focus and conflict.
1: Yes, I'm Jonathan
0: Noel. I'm Brian Noel. This is Forms and Focus. Where we provide guided forms to manifest... Radical... Focus. Focus. Where we want you to be focused as... Boy. Boy. Oh my gosh. Bro. Bro. So here's uh, some very unfortunate stats. Uh, since we're talking about conflict today, what students you got? in school, according to the National Center for Educational Statistics, in 2019, twenty over 20 percent of students reported being bullied.
1: That's more than I would have guessed, honestly. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. That's crazy. That's a lot of people. Ugh. That's pretty. Uh, that's pretty unfortunate. Forty-one percent of students uh, who reported being bullied at school indicated that they think the bullying would happen again. Yeah. So they're
0: they're waking up, not wanting to go to school because
1: they're just assuming it's gonna happen again. That's that's actually really sad. Yeah. Seriously.
0: The reasons for being bullied reported most often by students included physical appearance, race, gender, disability, religion, or sexual orientation. That's why kids are getting bullied.
1: Can be absolutely ruthless. Yeah. They yeah are just little monsters
0: <laughs> it's really true but bro you know what it's, it's not just kids in school that get bullied
1: yeah adults as well that's pretty wild
0: <laughs> so according to the study commissioned by cpp inc 85% of us employees deal with conflict
1: i mean unless you're working from home by yourself for yourself only <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is a actually decent percentage of our economy now. But maybe yeah, but
1: it, there's gonna be at least some conflict at some yes. point. Oh my gosh. You know, it makes sense. This is a two thousand seven uh, Zogby survey reviewed reported that thirty seven percent of workers have been bullied at work, actually. That's pretty wild.
0: Higher than the twenty percent at school.
1: Makes sense, you know. You know, someone <laughs> senior position, more tenure, whatever, you know, union dues, whatever it might be, someone's just a a dick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm sure many of you listening to this have experienced that, oh. whatever it is yeah, in your absolutely. profession, just someone who's At just... At some
1: point, whether it's your first job when you're like 16 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever, right now maybe. Bro. Yes. So you were telling me the story about the shrews. It's actually pretty interesting um, with conflict, especially yeah. kind of reminding me of the, with the workplace.
0: Yeah, the story of Two Shrews uh, was pretty cool. So if you experience bullies at work or intimidating figures in your life, right, a boss or a boss's boss, um, even political figures, right, in our lives can have a very strong presence in our lives. So this is a study, uh, The Story of Shrews, going 2011. This story was pretty wild. This study was pretty wild. So Tree shrews are very territorial animals. They're like tree mice. And what they did is they put two shrews in like this little container, and they put a clear divider. Yep. And the uh, one shrew intimidated the other shrew. And even though it couldn't touch it, it couldn't attack it, the shrew that was intimidated by the other shrew, the dominating shrew, died within two weeks from not sleeping, anxiety, and freaking itself out. Conflict. Conflict. And stress. So outside, even though that thing couldn't even touch them. It was just the fact that it was there. It was stressed out because of that conflict or that potential conflict, and it died in two weeks. Crazy. Wow. And you know what? Because of that. was that? People are angry, bro. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, conflict leads to anger.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you're being whatever it may be. Yeah you know, especially a conflict that's happening over and over, eventually you might reach, you know,
0: a boiling point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of kids who are bullies, uh, if you, if you look at their parents, like their parents bully them. Yeah. So like a lot of this that we experience in our culture, in our lives and with our direct relationships, it's just this endless cycle of people being angry because they're experiencing this conflict from others. And they're just pushing it right on through to the next one. That's right. Which is actually really sad. So anger, uh, this was wild. According to the latest npr ibm Watson Health poll, this was over 3,000 people. 84% of people surveyed said Americans are angrier today compared to a generation ago. Wow. (laughs) That's not good.
1: Anger sucks. It sucks the life out of you. That makes you feel really safe when you're on the road, right? (laughs) And also, um, we're living in effect in a big anger incubator. So this is from Raymond Navaco, Navaco, a psychology professor from the University of California Irvine. Man, that's crazy. So, an anger incubator. Yeah, people There's just are just stuff going on constantly. Bubbling up.
0: Just prepping you. <laughs> People just, are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so, and here's what's wild. If we, if we think when we hear the term conflict, you know, we think about like an interaction at work or a fight with a, you know, a spouse or a a, 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 friend or a relationship, but conflict is more than just the present. I read about this concept called transference, Yeah, which is pretty wild. What is that, bro?
1: Yeah. So like you said, this is wild actually. Um, it's a psychological phenomenon in which, conversational or relational partners activate earlier memories. As a result, we may unconsciously repeat conflicts from the past that have nothing to do with current relation with the current relationship. So, you know, it's almost like a flashback almost. The way they describe it. Yeah. You know, like you said, someone burns the toast or yeah, you drop something the wrong way and it triggers this old memory. Yeah. Oh all of a sudden you're just you flip. That's True, like you know, you're, you're taking that suppressed rage from years yeah, ago, a lifetime, and someone says something that just opens the floodgate, yeah. And it's not really about you know the fact that the waffle is the wrong shape, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen someone like drop something or like and they just immediately say out loud, like, God, you're such an idiot? Yeah, that's, that's like, totally that. Why would you call yourself that by just dropping something? Yeah. It's insane. You've never
1: dropped something before,
0: yeah, but it's just coming back. So here's what's crazy. This idea of transference is bigger than just, you know, I was treated this way 10 years ago or as a kid, and so it comes up now. Think about that in the context of cultural conflict, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are in a conflict echo echo chamber. chamber. Man. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) That's not good. So this cultural conflict echo chamber. So, you know, we're talking
1: about that, and you mentioned uh, oxytocin. You were reading about that, so that's actually kind of relevant to this. So uh, let's hear about the—what is it?
0: Yeah, so oxytocin is a hormone secreted from the pituitary gland. So this is pretty wild. It's responsible for the mother-infant bonding among mammals. Um, So this this, uh, evolution state of bonding and protecting your children, Um, some scientists believe that this comes from this hormone called oxytocin, and here's why it's good. Yeah, so oxytocin
1: promotes and this is from Meyer and Linderberg uh, 2011 study oxytocin promotes pro social behavior in a variety of ways in both laboratory and experiments at a and naturalistic settings it makes people more trusting, forgiving, empathetic and charitable. Isn't that wild? Oh, sounds hormone. great, right?
0: <laughs> it does. But. but here's the bad. <laughs> so this is a de Drew 2012. I don't know how to pronounce that, but recent work has shown that oxytocin does indeed promote pro-social behavior, but crucially only toward in-group members. This is wild. In contrast, when dealing with out-group members or strangers, oxytocin effects are the opposite. It actually makes you not trust so, someone who's
1: outside your group. Speaking of conflict, <laughs> and we were talking about the conflict echo chamber. Yeah. So just put yourself in this um, insane hypothetical scenario <laughs> where the media is trying to divide everyone yeah into separate groups.
0: And they're telling you that that group is bad for these reasons. And then
1: studies are coming out that oxytocin <laughs> makes you not trust out group members.
0: Yes which puts you in this state of conflict of with them conflict against these people never you met don't them. yeah don't so,
1: even know this is a crazy situation that I can't imagine being in. And
0: if if you think about it, like we're in conflict with those that are different than us politically. We're in conflict with those that are different from us uh, in social status. We're in conflict in those, even though like these people we've never even met. You've never met. Yeah. Race, gender, all those things that kids were being bullied for. Yeah. Like all these subjects that we experience today, we put ourselves in this, I believe this and that we're told that we should be in conflict of those that do not believe that. And And that's that's where we're at today. Part of that is the same hormone that is like... (laughs) Makes us trust in-group members. In-group members. It's why if you have a couple buddies and you go drink a beer and they may disagree with you, you can actually have a natural, healthy conversation about that. But on Facebook or Twitter, if someone says something, you just blast them thinking that they're... A it's bunch an out of, hey that's an a out bunch of idiots yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> which i guess it makes sense as a defense mechanism yeah you know different whatever groups small groups maybe back when it was like humans were in tribes yeah you know you don't know maybe they want your lands your
0: resources yeah you don't trust those outside your group yeah but nowadays <laughs> we got to fight against that <laughs> It's yeah. not quite the same. It's not It's not the same. So conflict. Yeah, and conflict, I mean, the whole point of this episode is conflict puts us in a state of fight or flight. Conflict puts us in a state of stress. Conflict puts us in a state of— Yeah, don't be a shrew. Yeah, don't, don't be a shrew. Don't be
1: a shrew that dies in two weeks because of the conflict.
0: Oh, my gosh. So what do we do, bro? We're in a constant state of conflict with people in our lives, and with this, our culture is in a constant state of conflict—
1: What do we do? I know you're doing some research and it came up a lot that we just
0: need to acknowledge. Yeah. Conflict in the moment. In the moment. Yeah. You
1: Mm. know, we need to acknowledge our emotions for one. Yeah. You know, it's okay to have these feelings. That's right. But you acknowledge them and they, you know, they don't define you in that moment.
0: Yeah. That's, I love that because when you, when you experience conflict, whether it's um, a boss in a meeting kind of. Shames you or belittles you, and and you feel that, or someone comes up to you and blames you for something, and then you you feel it right, like your head gets or like whatever, yeah, you it could you be get anything. anger, you get rage, and because of the concept of transference, all this stuff starts coming up emotionally, and you just need to say, I feel angry, I feel shame, I feel uh, rage, whatever it is, acknowledge it, and then from there. You got to take that and you got to acknowledge your breath.
1: hundred percent. Cause in the last episode we were talking about, uh, what is it? Exogenous and endogenous experiences. (laughs) So you're taking this and Mm. you feel it, but do you want it to be an exogenous situation where it controls you or endogenous where, you know, the outside stimuli are
0: not controlling? That's a good point. In a state of conflict, do you want to be in control or controlled?
1: It's that simple. It's that simple. Because that's even more power for the other person. <laughs> that's right. They're trying to get a reaction out of you a lot of times. Yes. You
0: are in control if you endogenous, yeah. if you pull from, I will dictate how I will yeah. navigate and think you through say, this situation. You
1: know what? That was irritating or that pissed me off. But, you know, someone's either going through a hard time, maybe they're being a dick or they're miserable or whatever it may be. Yeah. And that's not my problem. And it's just the way it is. That's for right. Them. And it's, you know, I look at it like, I'm just glad I'm not as miserable as that person. So <laughs> well, why would I let their misery affect me? Cause I feel great. That's right. That's <laughs> you right. Know? Like I'm, why would I let, their miserable life bring me down even if they are being a dick
0: and that's pre that's that's top down that's prefrontal to, cortex right so I'm topping it down you're so. topping it down so we talked about stress we're talking about conflict conflict when a bear's in the woods fight or flight makes sense yeah right in conflict the same thing happens with your brain you it's go a, to the it's amygdala. A general system yes. The amygdala
1: is a general system it doesn't know if you're about to be stabbed yes. or if you have a a project that's due in a week. That's right. It doesn't know.
0: So it's, it's, it's a really primitive part of the brain. That's right. In that moment, you, if you want to control the conflict situation in that moment, you need to pull yourself out of your amygdala in your brain and put yourself in the prefrontal cortex. The amygdala is great.
1: We don't shut it up. Yeah. Put it in the back seat. That's right. (laughs) You know, and then we keep
0: the prefrontal cortex up front. For our top-down decision-making. That's right. Then you control that. So we've controlled our... We've acknowledged our emotions. Yep. It's, don't, don't tell yourself, don't feel... That's Don't stupid. feel that way. Don't
1: feel that way. That's dumb. That's yeah. horrible advice. We're all going to feel everything.
0: That's right. Say, I feel anger or I feel shame. And then acknowledge your breath. Like, and when I say acknowledge your breath, that's kind of a meditation... Um, principle like yeah, breathe through it feel the breath acknowledge the breath i'm breathing think in your mind i'm breathing into the lungs and now i'm consciously holding to that breath for a few seconds and now i'm intentionally releasing that breath and then once you do that acknowledge your body that's right
1: and how good you look
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah in that moment it a state of confidence. Like, man i look good this guy's a this guy's a dick but man. i look good <laughs>
1: No, this is just acknowledging, you know, you might have, you know, in a conflict situation, yeah. heartbeat might go up, change in body temperature, just that release, maybe depending on the situation of stress or adrenaline, Yeah, you know, and it's just not letting it, same thing, control. Mm.
0: You know, you're acknowledging that
1: things, these things are happening. That's right. And that's okay.
0: Yes. And then last but not least, acknowledge your value as a human being. For sure. I personally believe that each, and each human has intrinsic value. And so with that, in, in that moment, you can say, I have intrinsic value. I am a human being. I yeah. am a special person in this world. And so this person that may belittle you in front of you, say you were stupid, say you didn't do something right, whatever this is, a toxic relationship, some work shit going on, in that moment, you can stop. After you do these three things, you can stop, shut it all down, and say, I am of value for sure mm. absolutely bro 100 percent.
1: what do we do next um you can say
0: i need a minute control the situation control the situation take a walk hey when someone wants to argue with you you know how you be in control just say i don't want to talk to you right now <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna leave that you're controlling that situation yeah you have the power if you don't get sucked in and you just say you're not worth my time right now we'll talk about this in 10 minutes. I'm going to go for a walk.
1: I'm hungry. Not I, worth the stress.
0: Yeah, you know what? I haven't eaten yet and I'm hungry. So I'm going to go get a bite to eat. This is really important. We should talk about this now. Yeah, I'm hungry. We'll talk yep. about it in 10 minutes. The that's whole, a power move.
1: So <laughs> the whole point of all of that is to take you out of the amygdala right. and put you back in your prefrontal cortex. Yes. So that's the last episode, the top down mm. first bottom up. Cuz right. the amygdala is amazing. You know, if you're at a baseball game and you're not paying attention in the the ball's coming at you, you know, a foul ball. <laughs> Your amygdala is there yeah. to see the threat and you react in a half a second. That's right. Catch the ball. And then all of a sudden you're a meme because it's on video <laughs> and it goes viral. That's great. But the amygdala is not great for everything. No, you got to put it in the back seat sometimes. Got
0: to put it in the back seat. So last but not least, because we're running on time solution for when we face uh, with What do we do with this cultural conflict stuff, this big macro conflict that we have going on in our society right now?
1: This might end up being a recurring theme of the podcast. (laughs) Every time. Every single episode. Reduce the consumption of charged content. Yes. So charged content, in this case, being...
0: The media telling you should hate someone else for what they believe. (laughs) Social
1: media, echo chambers, uh, legacy media, any kind of media. Yeah. And you should pretty much question everything that you're being told by a Companies that make billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, if someone's telling you the way you should feel about someone else, you should question that. You should not accept that.
1: Yeah, until you've gone out and met them all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then you can
1: make your own assumptions. Yeah. Hey, if you met every single person of this political party, or at least a hundred, like at least a hundred, statistically speaking, if you beat a (laughs) hundred, if you meet a hundred, at least you know a hundred people of this race, this whatever gender yeah Who whatever it? it is Political go hang party. out
0: go hang out with these people if
1: you, oh, the hundred ford drivers and then <laughs> yeah. you can finally decide that you still don't like them because yeah. you met a hundred of them
0: yeah I'm t-
1: then you have an informed i'm just kidding i don't care about <laughs> i don't care
0: about trucks yeah, that man, much there but. goes all the ford followers <laughs> <laughs> Boop. so yeah reduce that consumption i actually love that and again like it goes back to i know we're we're so long on time now but it goes back to do you want to be in control of conflict and when the media or when someone else is telling you how to feel, do you want to be controlled by that person or do you want to control how you feel? Do it you really to, is that simple. Yeah. Do oh you, my gosh. Do you want to be controlled or not? So next bullet, uh, get away from toxic relationships. People that are close to you in your life that, that belittle you, that use you. I know it's tough. Definitely easier said than done. But yeah. do whatever you can. Go, go get help. Go get a support system. But, but please find a way to get away from those freaking people. That and... Practice uh, mindfulness, meditation. Yeah. Know. Focus on the good. Focus on the good things. Meditating on the good puts you in your prefrontal cortex, increases the size re- of it. Exactly. That's what you want. Bro, we better get out of here. People are, I don't even know if anyone's made it this this late into the podcast. This is a short podcast. Hey, if, if you've made it this far, we appreciate you.
1: You're the best. <laughs>
0: If we had $100, we'd give it to you.
1: <laughs> when we do our first giveaway in like a year and a half, you'll be number one. That's Thank right. Thank you so much. All right. Do the shout outs, bro. Oh, yeah.
0: Go to formsoffocus.com Sign up for the email. Go to YouTube. Subscribe. Peace. All right. <laughs>